Well, happy Saturday, everybody. Good morning. Really chilly start Ooh. to the day. I noticed yes. Cam is not wearing her slanket. <laughs> change. I've got my Snuggie instead. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I thought maybe you had like a space heater going. Yeah, exactly. I need it. Wow, <laughs> it is chilly. Yeah, it's the kind of uh, what <laughs> it's the kind of weather where you actually uh, think twice about going to get the mail. <laughs> exactly. I can let it sit one more day. I don't need to walk down there. <laughs> it's nothing but bills from Christmas anyway. So right, exactly. Uh, you know I, I think I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, we hope you had a good week. It's uh, January for sure. Feeling like it. There is snow in the forecast, but nothing major. We have really been lucky when you think about last year. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking, you know, it's just not that you know, it's not been slushy on the roads. It's been, uh, you know, kind of damp and dreary and gray with only a little sunshine. But still, I mean, it could be so much worse. Yeah, we, we've had it in the past. Mm -hmm. So we're hanging in there. And I'm I'm curious, uh, we got Cam one of those solar lights mm -hmm. supposed to, to fight off the sad, the seasonal affect disorder, and yep. uh, you've been trying it. H have you noticed any difference? Uh, um, yeah, I actually have. I have been, I've had a couple really good days when it was super dark. Oh, good. And um, and it's it's portable enough, so I've moved it from, you know, one room to another. So it's, it's great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate I, it. I think they really made some changes over the years in the technology. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I've been using it, and it, it seems to work. So It does. Either way, uh, here we are with a great show planned for you today. Lots of things to talk about. Many things happening around the state, even though the holidays are gone. There are still all kinds of things going on, and they've got uh, cold weather and snow up north. So if you're thinking about going up there for skiing or snowboarding, that's what's going on. And, of course, closer to home, man, we thought last week was a lot of uh, sports <laughs> activity Dave Rieger, our producer and our sports director on the Great Michigan Weekend, is here to tell us what's going on as of this morning with Lions and Michigan and everybody else. Jim, I don't even know where to begin, but I guess we got to start in uh, San Francisco last night as the Pistons. They were taking on the Golden State Warriors. So there was a minute and 32 seconds left. And Bojan uh, hit a three for the Pistons to put him up one point, and then Steph Curry went off. He scored 12 of his 26 points in the final 132, and the, and the uh, Golden State Warriors, they beat the Pistons 113-109. Unfortunately, the Pistons, uh, they kept it close, uh, but unfortunately fall to the Golden State Warriors and um, it's just after that win last Saturday night that broke that streak. Then they went on to lose in overtime to Utah, and they have not won since. So, um, you know, it was just another hard-fought game. They're, they're keeping it close, Jim, but it's just at the very end of these games, it seems like they're just losing just at the very end. Boy, it's very this frustrating. Is, this is where you start thinking about the, the people who've made it their profession to be sports psychologists. Right. <laughs> and all the all the teams have them, and as you know, Dave, uh, I think this started in golf because you know people would get the yips, oh yeah, and not be able to play, and now uh, it's it's big business. But there's got to be something going on in their in their heads, I would think, because physically and strategically, they've they've got all the parts. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just very weird. They're hanging with these teams on this this West Coast trip. Uh, they're now 3-32 and 32 on the season, and so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens Brutal. as they move forward. Uh, moving over to the uh, Detroit Lions. Well, are you guys over uh, last Saturday night yet? Because it doesn't nope. seem like everybody, <laughs> anybody Not is except, except for the team. Cam, I mean, I mean, Cam there's... Lost got on a plane and went out to find, <laughs> to find that that ref. Yes. Well, you Did, could... what was his name? Brad Allen. And Brad then, Allen. You know, and yes. then he, he gets supposedly gets punished, and now he's going to be back in the playoffs this year. It's like... Well, so Brad Allen and his team will be his whole Brad Allen and his whole officiating team will be uh, doing the Pittsburgh Steelers Baltimore mm-hmm. Ravens game. Um, the the story that was out about them maybe getting disciplined uh, did not happen. So they did I not, thought it was go, I thought it was a done deal so for no, 2025. No, yeah. so I don't I no, but right now they are going to go and uh ref another game and um you know there's billboards all around town Decker reported. Oh, I, I love those. And then <laughs> you know they're everywhere. Uh it seems like Brad Camp or it seems like um the um uh coach of the uh, you know coach Campbell is the only one who said, "Okay, we're moving on to Minnesota now. They got a big game at Ford Field tomorrow." Vikings are in town, final game of the season. The Lions probably locked into the three, but there is a way that they can get the two seed, and that is if the Cowboys and the Eagles both lose tomorrow and the Lions win, then they get the two seed, which gives them an extra home playoff game. Otherwise, they're locked into the three seed. The Lions okay. play at one, Dallas and Philly play at four. So so Detroit's got to play the starters, and that brings in a whole nother thing about you know what do you do if it's the final game and you've already won the division and you're getting ready for the playoffs do you sit your starters so they don't get hurt and risk them losing their edge or do you play your starters so they can keep their edge and risk them getting injured um if it was me if i was a coach i would i would split it down the middle i would play the starters but give them a lot of bench time okay well, hopefully, if they can get up early on the Vikings, maybe they can sit them for the second half once the game is yeah. in hand. Yeah. That, that so we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow, 1 o'clock, Ford Field, final game. And then you've got a, a bunch of different scenarios. You've got maybe the Rams and Matthew Stafford potentially coming back. But the Rams are sitting all their starters tomorrow against the 49ers who are sitting all their starters tomorrow. So, I mean, who knows? Or you could have the Green Bay Packers coming back, and they're playing the Bears tomorrow, and they are going to play their starters. And so you've got either Matthew Stafford coming back to Ford Field, or you've got Jordan Love and the Packers coming back for a playoff game when they already beat the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. So a lot of different scenarios, a lot of things going on. We'll know tomorrow after football is done um, what what, what, what the playoff schedule is. I'll tell you what. If Matthew Stafford's coming back with the Rams, they might get that wild card Monday night game, which would be crazy. Oh. Ooh, that would be a wild card. Yes. That would okay. be nuts. And then, obviously, the big story Monday night, Houston, Michigan Wolverines, Washington Huskies mm-hmm. for the college football national championship. Um, you know, it's going to be uh, Michigan and their run game and their tough defense against Michael Penix and their offensive line and their wide re- their pro-wide receivers. And Michigan has seen Michael Penix before because, remember, he used to co- he used to be QB for Indiana before he transferred to Washington. And he beat Michigan during the COVID year. So that's going to be a, uh, a great matchup, and that's going to be at uh, 8 o'clock on Monday night. So 
You've got Lions tomorrow. You've got Michigan on Monday night. Again, another huge sports weekend around here in mm-hmm. Detroit. All I know is the only way I'm able to cope with all of this and manage my blood pressure <laughs> is is to turn the sound off. It, yes. It, unless it's a home game, you know, and <laughs> you, can, you can hear Dan Miller uh, mm-hmm. and some of our guys. It, that's great. I love that. But yeah. uh, like last week, we were texting back and forth with Cam, and we were <laughs> so mad because of uh, – <laughs> But then, on the other hand, Troy Aiken came out and said that he thought we had that touchdown. So yeah, did Joe Buck didn't say that, did he? No, no. <laughs> but uh, you can—it's just—it's just human nature. I—I've come to accept that, that when people are doing play-by-play, even though they're supposed to be objective and down mm-hmm. the middle, uh, you're always going to hear things. The other thing I noticed was that every time the other team had a good play, even if it was just um, you know a six-yard gain. They would show six replays of it before the ball yeah. snapped, you know? Yep. And they didn't yeah. do that with the Lions. So, no. I don't know. That, See, uh, yeah. It's I'm not like, just us. It might be a little insensitive, but... Uh, <laughs> I think all right, both uh, of you got to get those Detroit versus everybody t-shirts to wear. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I looked at those. I looked at those this week. That would be a good <laughs> idea. All right. Thanks, Dave. Good stuff. 8.15. It is Saturday morning. We've got uh, a real interesting conversation coming up next. If you are still fighting or battling with, struggling with anxiety, especially over the holiday madness, Cam's got some advice, and we'll share that with you next when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody, and happy Saturday morning. If you are thinking about maybe getting out of the house, you know, don't uh, feel all cooped up and depressed over the <laughs> the winter <laughs> weather and the dark uh, skies in the afternoon, you can bundle up and head over to Beacon Park in Detroit for the Northern Lights Show. They've got Winter Park at Bowers School in Farmington. Oh, I'm sorry, the school farm. Bowers School Farm in Bloomfield Hills, which is a very cool farm, and a Campfire Concert, the Hawk Theater in Farmington Hills. And also at the Majestic Theater, Story of the Year, Cirque du Soleil, which looks phenomenal. It's called Crystal, their show. That's at Little Caesars Arena, and all kinds of bridal shows going on in Kalamazoo, Marquette, Frankenmuth, Novi, and Bath Township. Oh, that's right. People who get engaged at Christmas. Yeah, there you go. Oh, they're all excited. Bridal shows. All right. 822, 31 degrees in town. Some light snow happening around uh, some areas right now, but it should be out of here by nine o'clock. And anxiety we've talked about from time to time, but you know, it affects everybody and some people in, in uh, pretty serious ways. And Cam has some advice here if you are going through any kind of anxiety, especially if it's post-holiday related, right? Right, exactly. So, you know, even though the Christmas decorations are put away, the pine needles are vacuumed up, um, it seems like a lot of my friends are feeling like this huge sense of relief that the holidays are over, but uh, that, that, you know, the bills are now due. The kids have to go back to school. We have to worry about packing lunches and, and homework again. And, and kind of like we're getting out of that little perfect snow globe that we were in for the last month or so. So 
here are some things to do from um, from keeping overwhelmed because it, it it's almost like you'd think there'd be this, you know, ah, but there isn't really. So this is something kind of cool. You know, you we got used to the holiday cookie smells in the kitchen and the turkey and the ham. Try to cook something different for dinner and, and not holiday related, like Italian or Chinese or, oh, yeah. or maybe even something Mexican, you know, ish to fill up the house with a different smell from the from the uh, evergreen candle <laughs> you've been burning the last month. That's a good um, uh, piece of yeah. advice because, you know, you're in that mode where you're you're eating ham or turkey yes. and all the things that yeah. were around at the holidays. And, yeah, you switch it up. That'll kind of change your state of mind, I would think. Yeah, definitely. And, and if you're feeling guilty, you know, because we all overindulged over the holidays, don't go, like, on a crash diet. I know everybody says, I want to lose weight for the new year but ease into it so you have tacos that night and then you just ease into it don't like stress yourself out just eating a piece of fruit for lunch so um and if you know look ahead to things like if you know that's all done we're looking ahead now to valentine's day maybe you can make a reservation you can think about you know just hanging out on valentine's or someone's birthday if that's coming up um, now that New Year's is gone, we don't need any big parties for a while. But even even further ahead, like St. Patrick's Day or something, okay, you can, you can make a plan there. That makes sense. Oh, and, it's, and the Super Bowl, of course, <laughs> no <Yes>. matter who plays. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's uh, pretty much, you know, just kind of like don't freak out day to day. And even if you do have kids that or grandkids who have have homework, try to space it, you know, try to pace yourself. Well, and, uh, you know, just don't get wigged out. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, that's the whole point. I think if you are prone to feeling anxious and mm -hmm. uh, it's just something you, you think about all the time, it's not going to matter what's going on today. If you're an anxious person or something's mm -hmm. bugging you deep inside, you're just going to switch to the next thing. So yes. a, month, a month ago it was Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. now Christmas is gone. If you're still an anxious person, your your mind is going to look for something new to be anxious about. Correct. When in fact, there might be something deep inside you should be dealing with. Right, right. I mean, if you're freaking out now about tax day, which I am, <laughs> there's something you need to take a step back and, you know, think about, you know, you know, Uncle Bob's birthday instead of right. <laughs> instead of a looming thing. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to to think of something you're looking forward to. Mm -hmm. You know, just yeah. to, just to keep you in a positive frame of and, mind, even if it's something small like I'm going to have a cupcake tonight. You know, yes, yeah, <laughs> or I, or or I'm going to get a massage, or I'm going to just do something for myself because it was just go 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 the whole month of pretty much November and December. Yeah, so, it's yeah, tough. Go get a mani pedi. Yeah, Manny Petty sounds good uh, with a cupcake and a massage. Yes, <laughs> you can't lose Perfect. a no deal. You know, it's funny though. We 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 talk about this from time to time, and and then we talk about kids uh, having problems with depression, mm -hmm. and then young adults, people in their twenties, thirties, uh, dealing with uh, their own kind of anxiety and challenges. You, you got to wonder how all this happened. At mm -hmm. the same time that we came up with the internet, yeah, and, exactly, and social media, which is supposed to make us feel like we're involved 
with people mm-hmm. all day long. Like we should feel more connected, but mm-hmm. I think we feel less connected. I'm sure. Right. And more stressed out. I mean, you have 24 hour news and you have social media and you have the internet and you've got, you know, that you have all different things coming at you at once. There's kind of no escape. Maybe the answer is that the internet and social media and Facebook and Twitter uh, is not really an equal substitution for, for human contact. Mm-hmm. You're we right. think it is like I can text you and you will text back in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. But is that the same? Does it, does it really match up and uh, work out equally with talking on the phone or talking in person? Right. I think the answer is no, because, you know, these kids, they're, you know, they have their phone with them 24 hours a day. Oh, yeah. They and, don't want to talk on the phone, though. <laughs> and, and they're feeling isolated and remote and disconnected, mm-hmm. even though they're constantly checking in with each other and also communicating. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say eight out of 10 times when I call my kids on the phone, they don't answer. Yeah. It's always text. <laughs> it, it goes right to voicemail. Right. And then you ask, uh, "Hey, I left a voicemail for you. Did you... no? I never checked that. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, sorry. <laughs> something to think about here. Hopefully, it won't uh, be something you're worried about for very long because you know there's always uh, things are always changing. And then also, mm-hmm. you you kind of I think uh, it helps me to remember. Okay, we're in a new year and we get a fresh start. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. It, that's easy to wear off after the second week. It, it, you know, yes, sir. <laughs> everybody's done talking about resolutions and, right. <laughs> and goals and everything. So, uh, hey, you know, everybody gets a second chance. Yeah. Of course. It's uh, 829. We have uh, tickets to give away. Boy, talk about a cool concert. How about ZZ Top and Leonard Skinner? Oh, That's going to be a great show. And coming up next, a fun thing that started on Facebook and we had some fun with it and we want to explore that with you next. And of course it's on our favorite topic, food, <laughs> food that comes up next when the great Michigan weekend continues here on news talk, seven sixty WJR. Welcome back everybody. Happy Saturday morning. We hope you're safe and warm today, getting up to start your weekend. So many things going on. Uh, mm-hmm. a good idea. I'm going to try to get out of the house today because tomorrow, tomorrow it'll be <laughs> living room, not moving from the chair for uh, hours yeah. and, mo- and Monday too. So yeah. Whew, it's a exactly. lot going on. Hey, if you're looking for things to do outside, the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy is sponsoring a medieval themed fire and ice festival at Valaday Park in Detroit. You got Josh Adams and Mark Ridley's in Royal Oak. And there's live music with a performance of Shrek up in Marquette. How funny. I just watched Shrek 2 last night. I love that. I love that whole franchise. Yes. <laughs> it really is funny. It, it is. The cool thing about it is it's the perfect example of whoever the genius was who said, we're going to do a cartoon movie. But there's yeah. going to be a million jokes in there just for adults. <laughs> exactly. And, and kids, it was. And the kids won't notice. Right. But uh, yeah. the adults will get something out of it, too. Right. Um, also going on in the, the world of winter <clears throat> in Grand Rapids at the Children's Museum. So that should be fun. 
Okay, uh, 8.35 here on Saturday morning. I heard the other day somebody was talking about their teenager uh, who had a weird food habit, a snack habit, that they caught them in the kitchen eating salad croutons out of the bag. You know, as if, as, <laughs> as if they were potato chips or peanuts or something. <laughs> so I thought just for fun, we'd ask on Facebook and then on this show about your weird food combinations that you mm -hmm. would admit to and the answers were pretty wild we had like almost a hundred <laughs> replies yeah, so crazy uh, i'll run down some of them for you here and then we can talk about it a little bit tammy said she puts miracle whip on pizza <laughs> oh <laughs> call the police exactly call the, call pizza the mayonnaise police, police. <laughs> wow uh, Cam Carmen said she drinks, or I'm sorry, eats coffee mate right out of the jar with a spoon. <laughs> what? It has no taste. Oh, it does. There's like this uh, kind of malted, kind of like, um, what was that malto meal or something taste? Yeah. yeah, it's, I don't eat it as a meal, but I do put it in my tea every morning and I'll just... Really? But when I was a kid, I did I did a lot of that. My mom well, drank coffee, and I, I'd just go over and take a heaping spoonful, and it was dry, and I'd wash well, it down with some orange juice or something. Well, a lot of us as kids used to do that with Nestle's Quick. Oh yeah, see, same but kind of thing. Remember, if you if you didn't do it exactly right, you could choke to death because <laughs> that powder was <laughs> you'd start That's, choking. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, Julie likes pickle sandwiches bread and butter pickles on white bread that's all uh, i don't know about that sarah likes potato chips and bologna pickle salad you know it looks, oh my i think God, they call it know. ham salad when you're at the deli they do yeah. oh i didn't know that was a thing it's made with bologna and pickles uh, our own marie osborne here at wjr said she likes a bologna sandwich on wonder bread with ketchup Oh, the ketchup crew came through on this. My wife Lynn is a ketchup freak, and I first noticed it when we first started going out. <laughs> and she would put ketchup in soup. Oh, really? Yeah, like really? tomato soup or chicken noodle. And oh man, my, my brother mom... Tom—they put ketchup yeah. on everything. That's crazy. I only like ketchup on French fries, but my mom used to put uh, ketchup on her um, meatloaf. And I don't know if people still do that, but I will not eat meatloaf to this day. Because of that? Didn't they? Because I remember the ketchup. It would bake yeah. on top, like kind of a, <laughs> a crust. <laughs> uh, Lisa said she likes butter on her spaghetti noodles. Okay, and, I'll go with then, that. And then covers the noodles with ketchup. <laughs> I'm out. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, Sue likes her ketchup on French toast. Oh, come on. Favreen <laughs> uh, said peanut butter, mayonnaise, and a pickle on a sandwich. Okay. I remember eating peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Really? I'll never forget the taste, but oh. no pickle. Yeah, it's it was a weird combination, but I did it. <laughs> Little when I was younger. A lot of peanut butter answers on this. Uh, mm -hmm. Lois said she likes yellow mustard on Oreos. It's <laughs> <laughs> horrifying. Doesn't that sound weird? That's, oh, that's terrible. I mean, uh, boy, talk about opposites. 
Laura crumbles up chips and puts it on cottage cheese. That's understandable. Mm, yeah, another, okay. another peanut butter person, Kathy, likes a peanut butter and tuna sandwich. Oh, bah. man. That, I mean, uh, I, I'm all for peanut butter and honey, but that's as far as I go. <laughs> <laughs> that and jelly, and that's it. Kathy likes to pour M&Ms into a bag of Fritos. And then you have that combination salt sweet. I I yeah. can dig that. Uh, okay. Okay. We, we've done that before, where you mix a bowl of M and M's and like cashews. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's salt and sugar. It's yeah it's perfect. Anne likes hard boiled eggs, but she eats the white parts first. She peels off the white parts, and then she mashes up the yolk ball and covers it with ketchup. Oh no! No. Yeah. The I was with you right up until the the ketchup <laughs> army is is alive and well. Debbie likes yes. Nestle quick out of the can. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. uh, Tom said he likes tuna and marshmallow whip into a sandwich. What? Yes. Okay, that could be one of the most bizarre combinations yeah. I've ever heard. Tuna and anything sweet just doesn't make oh. any sense. Bonnie likes to dip her fries in mayonnaise. A lot of people do that. That's yeah. Big in England. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody said scrambled eggs with grape jelly. <laughs> I've, I've heard that. My own brother, I never knew this about him. My own brother said he likes to put mustard on pancakes. Come on. And mustard on pizza. And I was no. thinking, man, I don't remember any of that when, he, when we were no. kids. Anita likes sauerkraut on her pizza. Oh, wow. What a way to <laughs> ruin a perfect pie. And Joe said her ex-father-in-law used to cut orange slices up and onion slices and make a sandwich with the two. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you, uh, you have no idea what people <laughs> might be into. Now, Cam talked about um, the coffee made out of a jar. I mentioned if it's the middle of the night and I'm up and, and I'm... Uh, I've got that, you know, midnight snack thing going. I will pour Hershey's syrup into a jar of peanut butter. Yeah. See? And take spoonfuls of it. It's kind of like kind of like a liquid peanut butter cup. Uh I'm wondering D Dave is the only one we haven't heard from our producer Dave oh, Lee. Yeah. On the Spill subject it. of weird foods. Dave, do you have a do you have a fave? I don't know if it's really weird. Um I like to you dip pizza into ranch. Yeah, people oh, yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, they do that a lot. I like to do that. I also like French fries and, and mayo, too. Mm. Yeah, ranch became big with the Gen Xers, I remember. And it mostly started yeah. with uh, chicken nuggets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I do yeah. like, I like a lot of ranch on chicken nuggets. Yeah. Yeah, I ranch also is... like, um, I also, I like um, Pringles. Sometimes I'll dip them in sour cream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Old yeah. school mm -hmm. uh, chip dip. Yeah, without like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess it's nothing. I don't have anything that's very, that's anything weird like, um, like what was that? Orange slices and, and onion slices <laughs> together? Yeah. <laughs> Put on top of uh, bread and then make a sandwich out of it. It's... That, that, that's pretty horrible. <laughs> Crazy. Well, like the kid who, who was eating the croutons right out of the bag. Like I've done that before where I'm hungry, but I don't want to eat because yeah, time. my niece Olive, and she I, uh, likes the croutons out of the bag. Oh, she does? Yeah. I, I'll mm -hmm. just go to the refrigerator and take a handful of shredded cheese, pop it in my mouth, <laughs> I'm good to go. Okay. 
one of the best answers I saw here, and it was uh, one of the last people that commented on this, <laughs> was talking about uh, they had a friend whose husband was uh, in desperate need of going on a diet. Okay, so he mm-hmm. was uh, really overweight. And for his own health's sake, she urged him, begged him. They went to the doctor and the doctor said, yeah, you've got to go on a very, very strict diet. And so she was controlling, you know, all the groceries in the house, making sure there were no snacks, no cookies or cake or anything. And she thought he was doing really well until one night in the middle of the night, she woke up and he wasn't in bed and she walked downstairs to look for him. And she saw that familiar sight of the light from the fridge, (laughs) you know, when the room is totally dark. Mm -hmm. Uh, and she caught him generously covering flavored croutons with maple syrup oh. because it's all that was left. Oh. So we've oh. all been in that spot, too, where you think, geez, uh, what do I have? Here? Oh. I wish we had some chips. We don't have chips. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe I'll eat the croutons. So, oh, right. yikes. Maybe Weird so. habits with yes. uh, regarding food. I imagine some people have had some real uh, throwdowns with each other over this you know couples yeah where we're one Some person one person wacky. yeah one person's eating something that the other person finds disgusting mm-hmm. uh that could be the end of it all right uh well bon appetit everybody it's 8 44 <laughs> we're gonna take a break and come back we've got trivia for you we've got leonard scannard and zz top tickets also we'll get into our red carpet report and we want to hear what Cam thinks of the Golden Bachelor wedding. Mm, yeah, I got a lot to <laughs> say. Stand by. That's coming up next on the Great Michigan Weekend here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody. How about tickets to see Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top in concert at Pine Knob in September? That should be a great show. So cool. Yeah. I can imagine a lot of people in Detroit would love to see that show. The Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. (laughs) You can buy tickets at 313presents.com. And uh, we're going to do a little trivia here. All of our rules are available at wjr.com. And these are uh, great tickets valued at about 69 bucks. So here's your trivia question for this hour. And we'll do one again next hour. What finger would you most likely be pointing to if you were using your hand to show someone that you were from Alpina? Okay. What, what <laughs> Try finger, to figure it out. <laughs> what finger would you most likely be pointing to if you were using your hand and showing somebody that you were from Alpina, Michigan? If you think you know, give us a call right now. It's 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. And good luck. All right. Uh, We talked about it when it was first being discussed, before it ever aired, before it ever came on TV. The Golden Bachelor. They they decided they were going to do a new version of the Bachelor franchise with a 72 year old guy and a bunch of women who were either in their late 60s or early 70s. And we talked about it for weeks, and then the show premiered. And then we, we were kind of giving it a hard time. Uh, Cam watches every one of these shows. <laughs> minute and, by minute. <laughs> and, of course, watched both hours of the big wedding the other night. 
and she's here with her review. <laughs> I should have taken your advice and just tuned into the last five minutes. It was a it was a dud from the jump. I mean, it was you know uh, very uh, staged, very rehearsed, very very. They had some of the um, uh, Golden Bachelorette or you know candidates doing some play by play and some and they were awful and it just like it wasn't funny. It didn't flow. And then Teresa, the bride, comes out in this really expensive designer Badgley, Bagley, Mitschka, whatever that designer gown. And the wedding happened after two hours and after a bunch of fluff. But then they talked about how Teresa and and Gary have a wedding registry. And I flipped. And all my friends who watch it started texting me. They're like, what in the world do they need a wedding registry for? At Amazon. They were registered at Amazon. And sure enough, one of my friends looked it up. And there was like a milkshake maker. Wow. And there were appliances. And, I, you know, I was so angry. I'm like, okay, they're 70. Do they really need? I know. <laughs> this, is, this is my passion, Jim. <laughs> what do you need when you're 70? Well, like you already have everything you need, I'd say. Yeah. As a married couple or as an adult that you could possibly need in the kitchen or bath towels or tea towels. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I was well, when... like, sorry, when, when I got married, the second time <clears throat> which we know how how that how that ended but we we registered for things at target and then we donated them all like a vacuum and and things like that to to a women's shelter oh and, so everything people bought for you was turned yes. into a donation yes and i made it clear <laughs> i tried to make it clear so and then when the marriage broke up, I didn't feel so bad. But <laughs> but with um, with this, I thought, you know, what do they actually need this kind of stuff for? They're 70. She's in this dining, uh, this uh, designer gown. They're having this lavish wedding. I'm sure it was millions to pull together with all the... I'm just thinking, wouldn't ha it have been just um, a ratings boon or a really good look for ABC to have said, this is what we're doing. We're going to shock the world. And we're going to uh, donate everything to charity. We're going to have a little farm wedding and be done with it. That would be great. I think I know. It, it, it probably comes down to this. It was it was a partnership with Amazon. Sure, of course. Yeah. You but, know, but in, in that same vein, deal. though, still just say we anything you send to Gary and Teresa, we will donate. And this is who's going to get it. And you know, whether it's a, you know, whatever, a, you know, like, like Lynn had mentioned, a, you know, a, a homeless pet shelter or humane society or what, whatever they register for. That would have been a great move. And I think people would have loved them for doing that. Even people who didn't like the show or thought it was goofy would appreciate, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a, a charity partnership there. It was weird. I know a lot of people were complaining online that they thought the whole thing was kind of sold out. It didn't totally it didn't feel yeah. at all natural to them. Not at all. And I, you know, they claim it was live, but I mean, I know how TV works. Like it's what we called in the business look live. So they probably shot it, you know, an hour or two before kind of like the um, halftime show at the Super Bowl. You know, that's not live. I mean, people are screaming and yelling. No. That's taped like previously. <laughs> the halftime show is not live? 
No, it's like a day before. Wow. I mean, not. I'm sorry. It's like an hour before, and then they have time to edit, and they ha have time to you know make it look perfect. Wow, I had no idea. Now I did think last. Uh, th what was it Thursday? Yeah, uh, we watched the last hour of it. I did think it was probably delayed or live. Mm -hmm. What they call live on tape, which yeah, is a hilarious term because everything's live on tape. Right. If you right. tape something at one point in its origin, it was live. So right. Live which, on tape is kind of a scam. Even yeah, I know. But and they did have the little um, logo in the corner that said you know live ABC, but. I, uh, I just know the tricks in the biz. So um, it's just like, you know, there were no big bombshells like they promised. You know, they promised these, this will rock your world, shocking news. <laughs> Joke. Yeah, that was pretty much a letdown. I did expect somebody, one of the loser bachelorettes, mm -hmm. to yep. freak out, you know. To, yeah, or, yeah, uh, yeah, to object or to object. something. I, if anyone here objects, you know, and then somebody stands up and goes crazy, that didn't happen. Everybody was you very broke my heart, Gary. <laughs> very supportive. <laughs> uh, but the, here's the big question: Do you think it will last? I, I think so. I mean, she, the lady seems like she's just really kind of mousy and sweet, and you know, I, I think it'll last. But I, you know, they're apparently moving to, I think, North Carolina together. He's from Indiana and she's from New Jersey. And, you know, there are all these rumors and stuff that he's a fraud and he doesn't really have any money. <laughs> so maybe that's why they registered. For the <laughs> they really need that milkshake maker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're going to turn around and sell it at a garage sale. Yeah. Right. Golden I, I Bachelor. Know was not particularly golden as far as cam is concerned no and i will not be watching any future episodes i can guarantee and <laughs> well, so we'll my haters on that. my haters on facebook can stop <laughs> okay 857 we're gonna take a break bring you up to date on what's going on in the world and news and locally as well trapping and weather all that and then hour number two of the great michigan weekend coming up on news talk 760 wjr Oh, it's a chilly Saturday, but it is January. And when it's you think, think back, we could be buried in snow right now. Mm -hmm. so could be good 20 news below. Is, <laughs> yeah, the good news is uh, if you do need to get around town or if you're going out for some Saturday or Sunday fun, the weather should be okay. We might see a little yeah. snow uh, tomorrow, but nothing major on the horizon. So we'll just... Keep an eye out for that. Six minutes after nine o'clock, of course, many things going on in the world of sports. Boy, we've got some big games going on this weekend. Hearts will be pounding. People will be posting on uh, Facebook and Twitter, just going crazy, texting each other. And Dave Rieger is here to sum it all up for us this morning. Well, we're going to start with our Detroit Pistons last night. They unfortunately lose to the Golden State Warriors, 113 to 109, as Steph Curry went off, scored 12 of his 26 points over the final 132 with a pair of three pointers that answered after Bojan Bogdanovic. He hit the go ahead three with about 141 left to play. Listen to this statistic about Golden State. They went one for nine on threes in the opening period. By halftime, they were only three of 15 before finishing 16 of 38 for three-pointers in this game. Wow. I mean, it's, it's 
That is a lot of threes that they shot up against the Pistons. Pistons will next head to the world defending world champion Denver Nuggets on Sunday. They still have only three wins on the season, but at least the long losing streak was ended last Saturday night. So we'll see if they can uh, kind of get things going. Right. Uh, They won that game on Saturday while we were all watching the Lions. Right. And and I saw it uh, posted on the news. (laughs) And I, I put it on Facebook. Hey, uh, meanwhile, because everybody, <laughs> you know, the Lions game was so intense. Uh, hey, the Pistons won. And then after the, the Lions lost that game, people were actually, this is how superstitious Detroit fans are. People were actually saying, <laughs> well, you know, if the Pistons hadn't won, the Lions would have won. Right. Oh, I'm sure that's it. Right. As if, as if God is up there saying, okay, you can only have one win one. per day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Since the Pistons did it, the Lions are going to lose. So it, exactly. it just it makes me laugh. It uh, Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a tough go of it, obviously, for the Detroit Pistons. We hope that um, they can get a couple more wins. I I, I got to believe they, they can at least get to 10 wins by the end of the season, I would hope. So uh, that'd be nice. We'll, we'll see what happens. Heading over to football and the Detroit Lions. Obviously, people still real upset about what happened to the Lions and the call by the referee on Saturday night in Dallas to the point where there are billboards all around town that say uh, Decker reported. And then their uh, real, you know, 11 and five crossed off and then 12 and four written in like, in like handwriting (laughs) and handwritten 12 and four. So obviously whoever did that. (laughs) Right. So obviously uh, Dan Campbell and the team has moved on because they got a game tomorrow against the Vikings, but uh, everybody's still not happy with what happened with. Isn't the, it uh, amazing the too how how many people will will pop up and say, you know, this corruption has been going on for decades, with, and, yeah. and then they'll give you all kinds of facts about games that were you know swayed one way or the other, or talk about you know, Jerry Jones and, uh, mm-hmm. yep. and Roger Goodell being best buddies. And, you know, uh, we're going to let the, we're going to let the refs decide this game because Dallas can't lose on, right. a, on such a big showcase day for them. It's, uh, it's and crazy. Jimmy Johnson was in, you know, the ring of, what is it? The ring That's of right. fame. He, went, he, went, in, he, he was... went into the, he went into the, to the ring of that. He ran into the, the Cowboys uh, hall of fame there, uh, oh, yeah. their, their ring of fame. Yep. So, yeah. So, it was a uh, it was a big, it was a big night nationally televised game. You're at Jerry yeah, World. Jimmy Johnson's getting his name his name put up there. Um, how how were they going? How how could you let America's team lose yeah, like that? Exactly. There you go. <laughs> but a big game for the Lions tomorrow. Ford Field. Vikings in town. Uh, final game of the season. The number two seed still a, a a long shot, but still a chance if Detroit wins and if Dallas and Philadelphia both lose. Detroit will then will get the number two seed, which could mean two home playoff games. But it looks like they're going to have the three seed, which guarantees them one home playoff game, potentially another one, depending how on how the other games all uh, pan out with the seeding. But um, the Lions are going to play all their play all their starters because they want to make sure they get the win in case Dallas and Philly both lose. And um, you know the other things that are playing out when the playoffs start next week is we could see Matthew Stafford back in town for the first time. We could see the Packers back in town for the first time since Thanksgiving. 
So a lot of different things could be happening here with the mm-hmm. first Lions playoff home game since 1993. And if you remember back then, who came to town to play the Lions in 1993? The Green Bay Packers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. And Brett Favre awesome. and uh, and Sterling Sharp, mm-hmm. if you remember that. Yes. The uh, the folks downtown are saying if you are going to the game tomorrow, you're going to want to go early for a variety of reasons, uh, not the least of which is there's a lot going on before the game actually starts. They're going to open the parking lots and the garages at 9, uh, 10 o'clock Pride Plaza, 10.30, they'll open Ford Field. Uh, but they've got a, a special pregame show at 12.30, and they're going to acknowledge the team. The North Division Championship recognition will be happening. Uh, and then they'll do the player introductions at 12.50 in time for a 1 o'clock kick. So if you're going, uh, don't cut it close. You, right. might, you might miss something. Mm-hmm. Lions should win tomorrow, I got to believe. Um, they... Uh... Maybe they might be able to maybe sit some of their starters in the second half, depending on if they can get off to a good start. But um, we'll see what happens. You know, unfor- you know, people didn't think Philadelphia was going to lose to Arizona last week. And uh, the Lions uh, did not get a lot of uh, people that thought that they were going to win in Dallas. And they and they some people, well, they think they did win the game and they, they kept it close. So you never know what can happen. But there's, right. uh, there are two schools of thoughts to either playing or sitting your starters when you have mostly everything wrapped up. The, the, the Rams are sitting all their starters tomorrow. The, the Chiefs are sitting their starters tomorrow. The Niners are sitting their starters tomorrow. So if you're kind of locked in, they're going with the let's give these players a rest and then let, let's not put them at har- in harm's way for their playoffs. The only flip side to that is they might lose some of their edge, you know, depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I was a player, I'd rather play. Yeah, I think that a lot of the players, and then a lot of the players will be playing for incentives and bonuses, even if their team is out of the playoffs tomorrow. So there's still a lot to play for. And then on Monday in Houston, national championship, college football playoff, Michigan, Washington. It's going to be Michigan's defense, which is ranked number one, against Washington's offense, which is ranked number 10. Uh, Washington's got a great offensive line. They got great receivers. Michigan's got a great secondary. Michigan also has a great running game. So it should be a good game down there in Houston uh, for the national championship. Obviously, Michigan took care of Alabama in overtime last week while Washington held off Texas, uh, which came down to the last play of the game uh, to um, send them to Houston for the national championship. This is uh, Michigan's First tried a national title since their co-national championship in 1997, while this is the first time Washington will ever be playing for a national championship. So yeah, it should that be was, a good one. That was a great game also. You know, it, it kind of got overshadowed by all the talk about the Lions, but that was a wonderful game. Mm-hmm. Oh, Very yeah. exciting to watch. And oh, yeah. it, was, it was really cool at the end, too, to see Harbaugh finally get this and uh, – you know, with the quarterback, with McCarthy, and and just, you know, it's been Harbaugh against the world for the last six months. You're right. So, yes. Yeah, and now and now it's and now it's Will Hart. If, if he wins, does he go to the NFL? You know, there's supposedly a, a contract extension sitting on his desk in Ann Arbor waiting to get signed with the only caveat that he has to wait a year before trying before ever um, maybe talking to any NFL teams. And Harbaugh, when asked about it, he's just like, we're just thinking about the national championship game. J.J. McCarthy, though, came out, if you saw earlier this week, 
and, and talked about how the when they brought up the sign the sign stealing, he said that uh, the Michigan Wolverines started the sign stealing legally after Ohio State had done it legally. So, okay. you know, uh, th- that story, that story is never going to end. There's still the other NC potential NCAA sanctions against Harbaugh uh, that are still out there too. So a lot of things uh, going into this game. And, uh, but I think that Michigan, it's almost like, it's almost like a team of destiny with, with, mm-hmm. with this team. So we'll see what happens on a uh, Monday night in Houston. Okay. You heard it from Dave. He's picking the lions and Michigan. And uh, boy, I hope that's, I hope you're right. Cause that mm-hmm. would be Me too. a great three day weekend. All yes. right. We're going to take a break and come back. It's nine 16. We've got a few more things to cover in the red carpet report that we didn't get to uh, last hour that I want to <laughs> share with you guys. And uh, Dave saw a new movie that we wanted him to review. Mm-hmm. And we'll do that next when the great Michigan weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Quite a few. There's a show called Mighty Sounds. It's the legacy of Detroit's jazz and gospel over at Mary Grove Theater. Tony Orlando, alive and kicking. He's at the Silver Creek Event Center in New Buffalo. And it's the 50th annual Detroit Swap Meet at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Oh, Cam, I, I think your microphone is not on. I am so sorry. That's I apologize. Okay. <laughs> uh, over in Grand Rapids, it's uh, Symphony Hill Auditorium in Ann Arbor. And the Mighty Sounds, the Legacy of Detroit's Jazz and Gospel. Oh, at Mary Grove Theater, you just said that. What is going on with me right now? Um, Rapid Eye Movement, a tribute to REM, and that's at the Mag- Magic Bag in Royal Oak. Oh, I forgot that's what REM stands for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rapid Eye <laughs> I know, movement. we just go REM. Right. Okay, a um, couple of things to mention that we didn't get to in the red carpet report that I thought were interesting. I know this is going to be a big story for Cam Carmen <laughs> and my wife Lynn because mm-hmm. they both love this guy. It's the bear mm-hmm. in his underwear. <laughs> Actor Jeremy Allen White, who plays the chef in the popular Hulu show, The Bear, mm-hmm. set social media on fire Thursday. His appearance as a spokes guy for Calvin Klein underwear. And boy, the ladies can't get enough. He said he beefed up, gained 40 pounds 40? for a new role in a film called The Iron Claw, which is about a wrestling family. But uh, we all know him as being that pretty svelte uh, actor on The Bear. Have you, have you seen the underwear pictures? Oh, yes, because you know how I saw them? <laughs> Lynn oh. sent them to me. <laughs> You're kidding. Well, okay. She said... Cammy, have you seen this? Oh my. <laughs> They're incredible. I mean, there's a yeah. video, a couple videos that are slow mode. He's walking. He's so buff. I mean, if he lost 40 pounds, he lost if he gained 40 pounds, he lost 50 because he is he is in great shape. He is, and it's one of those things where guys look at that picture and say, dude, come <laughs> on. You're making the rest of us look bad. Yeah, oh, he said it was a, a the Greek diet or something. I don't know what that is, but probably Mediterranean food, which is 
which tends to help people get in shape too. Yeah, so. that's true. Well, he's, <laughs> and, a, he's a young guy too. So yes, um, yes. Brittany, do you have the Brittany story that she I finally, do not. she finally came out and said, Hey, everybody's talking about Instagram, uh, mentioning that I have a new album coming out. Not true. The whole story is trash. Um, I'll never return to the music industry. Thank so, the Lord. <laughs> Stay so, away. <laughs> She's she still pops up every week or so. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Clarkson is kind of going through a, a new starburst phase, I think. Mm-hmm. People love her and always have. Always. Ever, ever since American Idol. Her show, her TV show, is a huge hit. And if you've ever watched it, even if you don't like those kind of shows, uh, she's really lovable. She's just a down mm-hmm. gal. And, of she course, is. she lost all this weight recently so everyone wants to know how'd you lose the weight she claims it was just cutting out carbs and a ton of walking Mm. well i do have it on good authority her husband her now ex-husband allegedly said to her she was not sexy enough to host the voice so it sent her on a on a mission to show him yes indeed i am sexy enough and i'm smart enough hmm yeah. All right. Well, she looks great. I and know. Course, the big question was, is she using any of that? Uh, those yeah. drugs? Like, what is it? Ozempic or yeah. Wagovi or. She says, no, she says, yeah. you know, they've moved to New York for that TV show. Mm-hmm. She and her kids. So she says, I walk everywhere. And mm-hmm. the, she also uses an infrared sauna. I'm not sure how that would help out with dieting, but uh, <laughs> she says oh. she's happier now. And she loves the life in New York. And then the the weirdest story of the week, actor Shia LaBeouf, who has been acting pretty crazy over the last several years. Yes, he has. Has announced that he is considering becoming a priest, a deacon in the Catholic Church. He recently got confirmed, and uh, now he's considering joining the priesthood. So, More power to you, buddy. <laughs> All right. And uh, Dave, yeah. did you have some more? Oh, I just wanted to remind everybody the Golden Globes are on tomorrow. And while I normally do not watch those shows, um, you know, it's going to be a battle between Ted Lasso and the Bear and Jason Sudeikis and Jeremy Allen White. So I am very curious as to who will walk home with the award. We'll be happy with either one, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the Bear is coming back for a new season. season. Can't wait. I know you guys are excited about that. Dave saw a new movie, and I wanted to get this in here because we haven't had a Dave movie review in a while. What what did you say, Dave? This movie was called Night Swim. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is a a movie I saw on Wednesday that's out this weekend. Um, This movie stars um, Wyatt Russell, who is Kurt Russell's son, and Carrie Condon. And if... um, Anybody watched Better Call Saul, Carrie Condon played mm-hmm. Mike's daughter-in-law on that show. Right. So this is a story about uh, Wyatt Russell's character, Ray Waller, who's a former uh, third baseman for the, for the Milwaukee Brewers who has a degenerative illness. I think it was MS. And so they move into a new house with his wife and his kids. And the reason that they chose this house was because it had a cool pool in the backyard. And he always... Wanted a pool when he was a kid. Come to find out that um, as he starts to swim in the pool, the pool has restorative powers, and he starts to, like, 
he starts to like get better and he's getting his strength back and he's not showing signs of MS anymore. And it's, you know, he's going to go trying to go back to baseball and everything's great until the wife does some research and finds out that when they sold them the house, they didn't tell them that a girl had drowned in this pool and this pool had all kinds of problems. And it turns out that the pool has some uh, wicked behind it because as the as it's giving him the restorative powers, it also has to take something. So what happens is when you're swimming in the pool, when the pool is going to attack, like the lights start to blink and this little toy boat, this remote control boat comes up, starts to, um, you know, uh, go around. And then from the bottom, the drain, these souls from that the pool has taken, they try to pull you under. The, their next victim, so it it just it reminded me it had a lot of it it had a lot of it in it if you know with it because the monster was like in the drain or an it was the balloon <laughs> this was the boat it had a lot of poltergeist because the the pool was on a spring and poltergeist the house was on an Indian burial ground it right. had some uh, some shining to it because the main character starts to go a little crazy when they want to move away when they find the pool is causing problems and he doesn't want to leave. So it, 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 it was it was interesting. It was kind of a horror thriller type uh, movie, but it just, it like most movies, it kind of takes from other things. But it, it was kind of enjoyable if you're looking for like an hour and a half to just mindlessly watch some uh, horror thriller. It wasn't much gore to it, but a lot a lot of scenes will make you jump. <laughs> You know, okay. If you if you're into that, so I'd actually watch this. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Kind of kind of interesting. I don't I don't know that I've ever saw a movie where where the main uh, villain was the pool, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of kind of a, kind of an interesting uh, kind of interesting take. You know, when you first were were telling us about it, I I I had to ask, is this a comedy? And you said, no, right. it's it's not really a comedy. But it, it just sounds funny because it's yeah. like when they have the meeting and decide, you know, we're going to do a movie. What are, well, what are we going to do? Uh, I don't yeah. know. A haunted pool, you know. <laughs> exactly. And then they start filling in the in the gaps. And uh, it actually sounds pretty clever that somebody would, you know, it, it would because, you know, Dave, you're talking about the other movies that borrowed. From, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cocoon. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. That's right. They, jumped, they right jumped in the pool, and the old people right. got young. Again. Correct. Mm -hmm. So they, that cocoon, yeah. And they, there was also they they also stole from the there was a scene that, from the Natural, which uh, if you remember the Natural, the baseball movie, <laughs> it, there was a scene in here about that too. I like how they in the description they said that um, the the pool has a uh, a force that drags the family into the depths of inescapable terror. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. So it's very, very right. so it's very interesting. It's called Night Swim. It's called Night Swim. So it's out this weekend. Night yeah. Swim. Okay. Followed by Death Canoe. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a theater near you. We're gonna take a break and come back. And uh big show that people are talking about. Cirque du Soleil is back. And we're gonna talk to somebody who's gonna tell us what you can expect. It really sounds different mm -hmm. and exciting. Cam uh, said she really uh, likes this idea it looks super cool and we'll find out what it's all about coming up next here on news talk 760 wjr
Hey, gang, don't think uh, that just because the holidays have passed, there's nothing to do and we're in that uh, funky spot where there's, you know, just (laughs) dark at five o'clock and uh, cloudy weather all day. There are are many things going on up in Harbor Springs. They've got something called the Enchanted Trail at the Highlands in Harbor Springs. And I was listening to Kevin Dietz and Tom Jordan yesterday on on their show, All Talk. Uh, They were up in Gaylord. And they were mm-hmm. having last. Man, hey, the I snow. love Gaylord. Yeah, they, they're making snow. They had a little bit of snow. And uh, it sounds like if you're up for going up north, uh, weather's perfect, I guess. Uh, the wilderness sleigh rides are happening at the Treetops Resort in Gaylord. And it's a murder mystery dinner at the Henderson Castle in Kalamazoo. And if you're going, you're supposed to dress like it's the 1920s. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. That'd be super cool. Um, Mandela, the official exhibition at Henry Ford in Dearborn, still going on. I'd really love to see that too. The Michigan Science Center, free for kids under two today. Okay, that's always yeah. fun. Nine thirty-six. Well, big show. A lot of people are very excited about it. it uh, the name Cirque du Soleil is certainly. Uh, not a new term to people who love showbiz and just, boy, every extension and dimension of your fantasy and imagination. And we've got Michael Helgren on the phone with us, who's with the show and also an artist coach, to tell us what this new production is all about. It's called Crystal. Michael, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, tell us what Crystal is all about i read the description and it almost it almost sounded like it was uh a psychedelic dream (laughs) okay well that's one way to see it um well crystal by cirque du soleil is the very first show they produced on ice so that is one of the unique things about the show that um gets a lot of hype so we have the one side of the beautiful um crazy acrobatics flying over your head and then we have the other side of figure skating that they kind of mold both worlds together and create the show of Crystal. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty exciting show because it kind of relates to everybody. You know, um, Crystal goes through a journey of self-discovery, and she, um, in the beginning of the show, she meets her reflection that she sees on the ice. And her reflection sort of, you know, takes her on a journey and explains to her that she can create her own story. Um, you know, Crystal's sort of a troubled kid, and she doesn't really fit in in the world. And, um, you know, she kind of learns that, she doesn't have to fit in the mold. She can kind of uh, discover whatever she wants. So she she draws um, a juggler at one point in the show, and she um, makes the juggler come to life, you know, and she's uh, going through all these different kind of adventures and trying new apparatuses and new skills, and Crystal's skating, and she's flying, and it's, it's such a fun show, and it's, uh, it's just very exciting for us to be here in Detroit. Michael, I cannot believe uh, this, is, this is happening because I used to skate a long time ago, and even going back and forth is so tough. I can't imagine doing acrobatics and, and, and having a choreographed show. I mean, these people must be, must really work hard. Yes, no, absolutely. Um, we have, we have competitors, uh, skating competitors who went to nationals, world championships. We have Olympic competitors. We have um, acrobatics who or acrobats who've been, you know, doing this their whole lives. We have an absolute, very, very highly talented um, cast. So that's what does make the magic uh, come to life. (laughs) 
Yeah, and it's like you you have to suspend reality. Um, it, it almost is reminding me a little bit of, um, well, of Frozen, of course, the Disney Frozen, but also Disney's Tangled a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. And Cirque definitely puts their own spin on it. Um, you know, and that's why the people keep coming back, <laughs> for sure. And it's, since it is the um, first time Cirque is doing this, it's new and exciting for people, and they really, truly don't know what to expect. And they leave um, very, very happy, I would say. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a wonderful show, and everybody that reads about it or or sees the little previews is very excited. Michael, if I can if I can get off the topic of the the new show, the Cirque du Soleil Crystal Show, and just ask you a question, I've always wondered, uh, especially when I watch people like you and other people in shows like uh, the Ice Capades and anybody who's a figure skater, have you guys ever considered playing hockey? Because it would seem to me if somebody knew the fundamentals of hockey with the talent that a figure skater has, you would make, you would leave Wayne Gretzky standing still. <laughs> you know, that is, that's a great question. Um, honestly, I never even considered playing hockey, which is wild because I do come from a family uh, from Michigan, actually. My mom currently lives in Novi. Um, both my parents are from the Detroit metro area. I've got tons of family here who play hockey, but I um, I started figure skating because my older sister worked at the local ice rink. And so I kind of oh. just hopped on and did some public uh, public session and a little bit of skating uh, lessons. And I was like, you know, I really want to do the trick. I want to learn how to jump and spin. So hockey right. really wasn't on my radar, but um, I do enjoy watching it and the family you know, obviously big, big fans. So it's, it's definitely a part of my blood, but I uh, learned to jump and spin before I learned to, uh, you know, handle a, a puck. <laughs> that's for sure. I, uh, yeah, that, that's funny. Jimmy brought that up. One of my best friends, she is a skater. She was in the ice capades. She's, she played skipper <laughs> Barbie's little sister, but she was a heck of a hockey player and she could, she could outrun her husband and outspin her husband on the, on the rink. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> all right michael we wish you all the best it sounds like a wonderful show and we're so glad that it's uh here in detroit and uh boy it's also cool to know that you have a connection here because uh mm -hmm. that's just fabulous now uh i don't have the information on on my sheet here michael are you actually in the show or are you an artist coach solely yes i am in the show um so I'm one of the performers in the show. Um, I, I mostly do figure skating. I do a bit of acrobatics in the show, but uh, one of my other roles is an, I'm the artist coach. So my job is to make sure all the skaters are in line and on the right counts. And I give them notes from the show. and I deliver information from the management to the skaters. So I'm just sort of like a liaison for, for the skating team. Um, so it's just yeah. another part of my job qualities I have throughout the week uh, on tour. All right. I'm, well, I'm, I'm exhausted just listening to you. <laughs> It sounds like a great show. Michael, now that we've had a chance to talk with you, we feel like we know you a little bit. How will we recognize you in the production if we go? Yeah, no, definitely. So but actually the cool thing about being um, in an ice show with Cirque is that we're on the ice a fair amount of the time because it's a big stage. It's not like a normal Cirque stage, right? So the ice is huge, right? So the skaters are out there a lot. So you will definitely see me out on the ice. I'll either be throwing a girl, lifting her, or I'll be uh, swinging on um, some apparatus and <laughs> you will not miss me. All right. Sounds good. We'll break a leg, and we mean that in the best showbiz kind of term. <laughs> and, uh, thank you thank so you much. For, 
Yes, thank you for spending some time with us, and good luck with Cirque du Soleil Crystal, which is going to be one of the biggest shows, I think, uh, mm -hmm. of this winter. All right, 9.43, we're going to take a break and come back. We have trivia for you one more time. Uh, meanwhile, last hour, we asked a trivia question. Uh, what finger would you be pointing to if you were using your hand to show that you were from Alpena? The answer is... Welcome back, everybody. We have some trivia right now and a chance for you to win tickets to see Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top in <laughs> concert at Pine Knob. It's coming next September. It's the 13th of September, but man, this is going to be a great show. All right. Prize value on this is 69 bucks. And if you want to buy tickets, 313presents.com. And of course, all of our rules are available at wjr.com. Here's your question. In 1997, a group of school kids successfully convinced Michigan to make this the official state animal. <laughs> what is it? Back in 97, a group of school kids successfully convinced Michigan to make this the official state animal of Michigan. If you think you know or you want to take a guess, 1-800-859. 0957. Good luck. So what are you watching on TV these days, Cam? Anything new? I know you were watching the, the Golden Bachelor, but... Uh... Yep, Golden Bachelor. Finished The Crown. Last night watched Shrek 2. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek 2. <laughs> it is so good. I had seen something that reminded me of it, and I was like, you know what? I need a little levity. But um, I'm also watching that dumb, um, still, Married at First Sight. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And um, I believe, oh, I think it was last night, the the premiere of the three episode uh, um, lifetime event with that girl, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, oh, yeah. who was, yeah, oh, she is all over the news. It's unreal. I, you yep. know, people are kind of bashing her, but I, I think more power to her. I, she had a terrible upbringing and she was tortured by her mother. And she spent time in prison for killing her. And I think she's, I think she's done her time. She, she did get married behind bars, which is odd, but it happens. <laughs> it is a complicated story. Mm. Uh, but boy, there are a lot of people I think that would agree with you that she has kind of paid her, her debt. Yeah, I agree. And, 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 you know, she did, she did suffer quite a bit. And she had said at one point in the trailer, she said it was either her or me. So she did help have help from her boyfriend, but even when she speaks now, you can see her teeth are uh, silver. They're all uh, they were all pulled out because she, her mother fed her um, some some kind of medicine that made her teeth rot. She had them pulled out, and she has a kind of a lisp where she gets a lot of. Um, she, it's hard for her to speak because her mother made her take her salivary glands out. Oh, just nuts. Just yeah. nuts. So you kind of like, I feel sorry for her. It, if you don't know the backstory here, uh, it's about a, a, a young girl whose mother, uh, well, you, you can describe it better. It's something yeah. called Munchausen syndrome. Mm -hmm. Munchausen syndrome by proxy, where she's the caretaker, but she, she does not want the, she wants uh, whoever she's taking care of or he to suffer while they're getting the benefit like they got free um 
free trips to Disney. They got a free Habitat for Humanity house because people felt sorry. But the mother wanted to keep Gypsy Rose in this little bubble. So she kept telling her she was sick, made her sit in a wheelchair when she could walk the whole time, mm. made her have 30 surgeries on her legs. And these doctors just believed the mom because as Gypsy Rose was growing up, she couldn't really say anything to the doctors to say, I don't need this. It's a remarkable true story. So mm -hmm. you want to check that out. Uh, another show that you may not have been able to watch because you don't have Hulu, but now it's finally on CBS. Only Murders in the Building. I, You know, I need to watch that. I, I just am not a fan of, um, what's his name, Martin Short. I just don't know why I don't, I can't get on board with that. I love Selena Gomez, love her. You'd like this show. I would? Okay. Yeah, the first season. <laughs> Uh, it's about three people who live in this really fancy, old, historic apartment building in New York. And there's a murder in the building. And they are all on board with being podcasters. You know, those, okay. mur those murder mystery podcasts. Mm -hmm. uh, that's their thing. So they decide to do their own murder story on the murder in the building. And they try to figure out who did it. Okay, so it's only one murder. Why do they call it murders? Well, the first season is one murder. Then okay. It came, oh. it came back and there was another murder. Another murder. Yeah. How many people can be murdered in your? <laughs> exactly. Okay, I get it. I I'm gonna I'm gonna cave and watch it. Yeah, I think you'd like the first season. We we loved it. Uh, we're mm -hmm. so happy with the second. Uh, other shows, of course, can mention the Golden Globes tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. um and then there's a movie coming out that looks really good it's kind of like you remember chariots of fire mm -hmm. uh, about the runners mm -hmm. it's chariots of fire but it's about rowing <gasps> yes the i boys, saw that the boys in the boat it's mm -hmm. actually directed by george clooney mm -hmm. and it's uh the summer olympics in berlin and this rowing team it really looks interesting very involved very thoughtful uh and the scenery the cinematography looks incredible so it does yeah I'm, that's on my list the boys in the boat we're finishing up slow horses that's another great show mm -hmm. on yeah. apple tv and here's what i'm excited about it's coming soon to amazon prime a spanish version brand new of zorro oh really yeah <laughs> You remember how cool Zorro was when we were oh, growing boy. up on Disney? Oh yeah, totally. And then and then when Antonio Banderas became Zorro, he was he was hot stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was. So this is a new version. Uh, it's mm -hmm. going to be coming out very soon. And Jodie Foster's True Detective season four kicks off next week. All right. Cool. So a bunch of sports to watch. Are, so I Jim, hate to ask, but are you going to the game? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know what i saw someone was um selling their tickets on facebook and i thought yeah you know what my son would love to go it, the the prices weren't like extraordinarily high but i looked at the seats and they were not good so it's like okay. eh, yeah well maybe hard next to, year <laughs> hard to argue with the best seat in the house and that's mm -hmm. for me that's home so, so Jim. Because, yeah it's like when you when you're watching the jumbotron i mean you could watch that at home so if you're in the stadium, it's like if you're at the other end of the field, it's almost just like being at home. True. Jim, so we, why we not stay home. We heard uh, we heard Cam say that she's not a big fan of Martin Short. 
and that got Jason and I talking here in the studio, and we we gave our actors that we're not big fans of to each other. Jim, what actor do you not like to necessarily watch in the movies or on television? Um, any of them, if they're accepting an award and won't shut up about politics. <laughs> or, <laughs> I know. Or how how we should live our lives, or right flying around the globe in private jets to tell us the rest of us should be eating bugs and turning <laughs> off the So Jason's so, Jason's was Nick Cage. Mine mine's yeah. My, yeah, mine's Val Kilmer. So You love Nick Cage though. Right? I do love Nick Cage. Jason's not a fan of Nick Cage. But yeah. I, I, I I'm not a fan of Val Kilmer. So, <laughs> so we just well, thought, I we, know we I just, think I've, just I've made to, it clear that I'm sorry. I've made it clear that I don't care for Will Ferrell's comedy. Oh, okay. I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I know. I think there were times just... on SNL when he was hilarious, but then mm-hmm. when he started doing movies, it was just mm-hmm. just beating mm-hmm. a dead horse. And let me just so. add that. <laughs> let me just add Cam Jason here running the board, a big Dallas Cowboys fan. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <Do> hiss. <laughs> oh, the boy. one, the hey. one guy that was happy with last weekend's uh, uh, outcome. One guy. Why would you do uh, that to me, Dave? <laughs> right before the end of the show. Come on. Oh, good luck getting to your car, buddy. Right. Because um, we couldn't get our hands on that rep, so <laughs> they're going to take it out on you. Hey, we're out of here. Enjoy the games. Good luck to all of our teams. Yeah. And until we talk to you guys next Saturday. Happy trails. I tell you.